talking about principles of kingdom authority. Principles of kingdom authority. And in specific understanding the principles of kingdom authority. And what we're going to talk about, we, we kind of did an overview of it uh, earlier, a few weeks ago. But the title of this message is entitled, Strength Through Surrender. Can you say that with me? Strength through surrender. You know, it seems paradoxical. It doesn't seem, you know, it seems like when a person surrenders uh, that uh, they're giving up. Surrender, in our mind, is a form of weakness. But as it is so many times, uh, uh, the principles that operate in the kingdom of God are different than the principles that operate in the earth. Yes. And so what works in uh, the natural does not always work in the spiritual. And uh, if we're going to be effective uh, as citizens of the kingdom, uh, we're going to have to learn to operate according to the principles of the kingdom of God. Yes, Lord. Is that all right? Amen. Hallelujah. So, strength through surrender. Amen. And what I'd like to talk about first uh, is the secret to kingdom authority. You know, a lot of people throw the word around kingdom, 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 kingdom. Uh, but it's easy to throw the word around. It's easy to utilize the word and, and, and that. But to see real authority, real kingdom authority, uh, uh, where it begins to affect uh, the, 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 the things that go on in our everyday life, uh, there, there, there are some secrets to kingdom authority. Amen. And so we're going to uh, look at uh, and begin, and I won't finish on today, but we're going to begin, but we're going to be talking about the secret of kingdom authority. Amen. I've said it before and I'll say it again. God does not give kingdom authority and all its potentials to rebels. God does not give kingdom authority and all its potential to rebels. And a lot of us, you know, we're wondering who's the rebel? Where? If you got a mirror with you, you can take out the mirror and look in it and you'll see where the rebel is. I'm reminded of the old uh, comic strip. I believe it was Pogo. It's been a while since I've read comic scripts anymore. It's uh, been a while since I've read a newspaper, not in a digital form. But uh, Pogo said, uh, uh, you know, we've seen the enemy, and the enemy is me. God does not give kingdom authority and all its potential to rebels. And... Uh, there's a story that I was uh, studying that I'd like to relate to you, and I, and, and I think it'll help to uh, 
hopefully drive home a point. And that was, there was an American pastor that was visiting uh, the formerly communist country of Romania over in Europe. And what had happened, uh, Romania had gone through uh, some upheaval, some political uh, upheaval. And uh, the communist uh, regime uh, had been uh, 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 lost power. And a, in, in a spiritual revival uh, began to uh, uh, manifest and break out in the country of Romania. And uh, the Christians that had been under persecution, tre tremendous tre uh, pressure and persecution for years, uh, God began to move and, and was doing some things at, in, in the uh, country of Romania. And uh, an American pastor went over there uh, to witness and observe what God was doing in, in, in the country of Romania. You know, it's interesting, a lot of times we talk about, uh, you know, needing revival, wanting revival, praying for revival. But you know that there are oppressed people in other parts of the world, uh, and uh, their worship and their prayer is, 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 on, a, is, is, is on another level, in, a, in another dimension. Because of the sacrifices that they've had to make and the things that they've gone through. And we have a tendency to think that, you know, America first. You know, America's first. But, uh, you know, the way we see it and the way God sees it, many times can be totally different. Y'all still listening to me? So this American pastor, he uh, went over and was uh, speaking with one of the, the leaders, one of the Christian leaders in Romania. And uh, he asked the Romanian minister, he said, what is your impression of the American church? You know, now that communication and things have, have you know, opened up, and what's your impression of the American church? And the Romanian pastor said, well, I really don't want to talk about that. You know, I'd rather not. But the American pastor president said, no, uh, I, I really want to know what you think. And so what the Romanian Christian leader said, he said, well, when I think of the American Christian church, the key word in American Christianity is commitment. He said, that's, that, that, that's a big word. That's, that's, a, that's a key word. That's, a, that's something that uh, in the American Christian church, you emphasize commitment. And when he said that, the American pastor said, well, that's good, isn't it? And the Romanian Christian leader said, no, it's not. No, it's not. And he said, as a matter of fact, the word commitment did not come into great usage in the English language until about the 1960s. In other words, the American Christian church is, uh, has a lot to do and, and, and speaks a lot. And, 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 and I had to stop and think about it uh, because if you would ask me... Uh, 
what's something that would be more helpful uh, 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 for Bethel, I would think and I would say, you know, if we could get more people to become more committed. We need more people to be, be more committed. Is that all right? And, 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 and I think that that would be a great asset. Amen. That would be a great help uh, to the church. We're talking about understanding the principles of kingdom authority. And, 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 and so, uh, but for the Romanian pastor who had gone through communist oppression and, 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 and a great spiritual revival had broke out in their country and they were actually pulling down, they pulled down strongholds. And so what he said was, as a matter of fact, no, it's not. Commitment is not necessarily a good thing. He said that word got its usage in the, uh, it, it, it came to prominence in the uh, Christian vocabulary in the 1960s. And this is what he said, and this, this, this is what stood out to me. He said, you know, when a new word comes into usage, it generally pushes out an old word. You know, stop and think about language. Language is fluid. Uh, and the meaning of words over time change. And what used to, how we used to communicate a thing the old will get pushed out by the new. Yeah. I don't keep up with the latest. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think how how I I don't keep up with the latest, but I remember a time and I and, and I kind of noticed it and I paid attention to it, although I didn't use it. But I remember a time where uh, in our language, and it's been a few years back, where uh, they replace good with. That's the bomb. Anybody remember when that started? That's the bomb. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, it's old, but you all can remember when 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 the check. Now I don't know what it's changed to now. I don't know what. what how, how do you tell when something's good now? It's fire. It's fire. Okay. Some of the, and some of the young people saying that's old too. <laughs> language is dynamic. Language changes. But the new will push out the old. Now I just happen to be a stickler, you know. I, 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 I don't know, maybe I'm stuck in a time zone. But uh, to me a bomb is something that blows up. <laughs> And I know you can't go to the airport and get on a plane talking about that's the bomb. And expect to get to your destination, you'll find yourself in custody. But you all get my point. When, 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 when a new word comes in, and, and I'm talking about popular slang, but also we have a language in the church. And, 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 and so what the Romanian pastor said was... Uh, what became involved and what the American church is caught up with is the word commitment. And it's not necessarily good. He said, I did a study 
to find out what the what was the old world word that got pushed out that was no longer involved in the uh, uh, Christian American Christian Church, and he said, and the word was surrender. He said, surrender. He said the church used to. Uh, uh, talk about the need to surrender. But that changed when uh, they began to talk about commitment. And somebody said, well, you know, what's the difference uh, between the word commitment and surrender? Well, the difference between the word commitment and surrender is when you make a commitment you're still in control. No matter how noble it is, no matter how good it is, amen. Hey, when we ask people to make a commitment and the person says, okay, I'll commit. But the person is still in control. They decide what they're going to commit. They decide when they're going to commit. They decide how they're going to commit. They're still in control. But when it comes to surrender, surrender is a more powerful word. When it comes to surrender, you simply do what you're told. And what I find in the Bible is that, uh, and, and, and I go back to my premise, we're talking about the principles of kingdom authority. And 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 and, and uh, what uh, the, what I said very at the very beginning of this message is that God is not going to give us that kind of authority and that amen and the potential that goes with it. God's not going to give it to us while we're still rebels. Yes. <laughs> not going to do it, and that's why we see so many uh, 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 of our churches. Amen. Have a form and a fashion, but no power. No power. Amen. Looking good, but not uh, really making real change. And and I don't know about you, but uh, with the stuff that we're having to deal with in this day, in this hour, in this junction of history. Amen. A form and a fashion is not going to be good enough. Amen. To surrender, and that's what the Bible, and, 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 and when you, uh, and, and I didn't put the scriptures in my uh, presentation on the day, but when you look at uh, uh, some of the, the, the epistles, amen, Paul starts it out, Paul, a bond servant of Jesus Christ. He didn't say Paul uh, committed but he said, Paul, what, what, what is expressed when, when he talks about being a bondservant, Paul, amen, uh, uh, he had to surrender. He had to, on, on the Damascus Road, when uh, uh, he fell to the ground and was blinded by a light brighter than the noonday sun, amen, he had, amen, and, uh, through all that he went through, blinded, amen, and all of that, uh, three days fasting, amen, he had to surrender. God didn't ask him to make a commitment. God asked him to surrender. 
Hallelujah. So Americans, amen, in the American Christian church, we love commitment because it leaves us still in control. And, and, and it's something that we're going to have to learn. The, the, the title of this is, amen, strength. Say that with me again. Strength, strength. Through, surrender. through surrender. It seems paradoxical. It seems like it doesn't make sense. But if we want to move powerfully in the things of God, we're going to have to learn, not just, you know, be committed on our own terms, but we, go, we must learn to surrender. Amen. Amen. That's what Jesus meant when he said, any man come after me, let him take up his cross and follow me. The cross represents uh, the ultimate act of surrender. Think about it. The cross, amen, that Jesus hung on, it represents the ultimate act of surrender. And, and I talked about it before uh, in the message I did a few months uh, back about the empty cup. And when Jesus was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, where the, the, the sweat became, uh, 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 came off of him like drops of blood, and he said, Father, never the will, uh, uh, Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass. Any of y'all remember what the cup was? We talked about it. Any of y'all remember what the cup was? We talked about it. It, it. it wasn't being, you know, it wasn't his death. He came to die. The wrath of God. That was going, you see, the cup symbolized, some, some, some of y'all remember the message. The cup symbolized God's judgment, God's wrath on sin. And so Jesus was willing to die, but he was saying, uh, Lord, uh, uh, that, that wrath, if I, could, if, if, if I could fulfill what needed to be fulfilled and not have to experience the wrath. And then he said, but nevertheless, not my will, but let thy will be done. The, the, the cross, amen, uh, 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 symbolizes the ultimate act of surrender. And Jesus modeled it for us. And the Bible says, amen, uh, uh, because of his obedience to the death of the cross, he has obtained a name that is above every name. Yes. That at the name of Jesus, every knee, the kingdom authority. All power in heaven and on earth. Amen. All power. And so, uh, again, we're talking about strength through surrender. Amen. So, um, in, in, in the American church, what's the difference in, in the, uh, I've I, I, you know, heard some people, I haven't experienced it myself, but I've heard some people that have traveled uh, to some overseas. Uh, some of the churches in Africa. You all remember when we had uh, uh, Bishop Samuel spoke here from Uganda uh, a couple months ago. And uh, one of the things that I noticed uh, as he was ministering and, 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 and preaching, a uh, little, little bitty small man, but, but, but uh, there was a dimension uh, in his voice. And uh, I, I don't really know if he needed a microphone. <laughs> Uh, 
I, I, I remember looking at the I, I look at the recording levels of when I'm preaching, and 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 in the program that we use, and I, I can see the recording levels. Uh, when I looked at the recording levels of when he was preaching, you know, when I look at mine, you know, the peaks and valleys, and, and what when I when I looked at his, it was a it was it was like a straight line. <laughs> wasn't no peaks and valleys. Talk about power. Talk about power. But but what we have to understand is that uh, to operate in that type, to, to operate with that anointing. A lot of us say we, you know, we want to see the power of God. Uh, we want to, we want to operate. We want to move in the power of God's anointing and so forth. But remember what I said: God will not release kingdom authority and 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 and, and the potential behind it to rebels. All right. Not going to do it. There's some of us that if God would. Uh, uh, release the full measure of what belongs to us, we'll hurt somebody. We'll hurt somebody. Remember I, I, I talked about it last week when you leave uh, one of the older children in charge and the first thing they want to know is where's, you know, where's the belt? They, 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 they want to take on the role of punishment. Man, we're going to get them in line. The parent knows, maybe I can't trust you. <laughs> Americans love commitment because, they're, amen, by just being committed, we're still in control. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I think about that. You know, there's certain laws that uh, they'll pass, uh, you know, and, and, and they'll say, uh, you know, uh, don't text and drive. Maybe, you know, they'll, they'll come out against it and say, uh, your phone has to be hands-free. And uh, you can't. But you know what? Uh, and, 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 and intellectually, we'll, we'll, we'll have mental assent and we'll say, yeah, that's a good law. Because there's some folk that they can't chew gum and walk straight. And uh, they need, you know, they, they, they phone need to be turned off and so forth and so on. And, and, and we'll consent to the law that it's good. For everybody else but us. Everybody else but us. Yeah, yeah, they shouldn't do that. But when we when we need to do it, oh I I I am good enough. I can I can hold the steering wheel with my knee and I can you know you know uh I, I love my Bluetooth, uh I don't have it, but I, I need to make this call. And so the, the, the interesting thing is we give mental assent that the law is good for everybody else but us. And do you know what that makes us? A rebel. A rebel. See, it's easy to see the moat in our brother's eye. It's easy to see the fault in somebody else. It's easy to tell somebody else what they need to do. And some of us are good at that. We can tell other folk what they need to do. But the funny thing is, uh, since we know so much, how come we not doing it? A rebel. We love commitment, but we want it in our own terms. 
But if you want to tap into the secret of kingdom authority, it's surrender. Doesn't sound good, doesn't feel good, but it works. See, there are many things that we may be committed to that are godly and wholesome. But nothing can take the place when it comes to God of absolute surrender. Let's look at the scripture, Luke, the seventh chapter. We talked about this before, but there's a spiritual principle here that if we would get it and apply it to ourselves, uh, we see some tremendous changes take place, uh, not only in our lives, but in the lives of those that we impact and touch. Luke 7 Beginning at the first verse, New King James Version, it says, Now when he concluded all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered into Capernaum. And a certain centurion servant who was dear to him was sick and ready to die. So when he heard about Jesus, he sent elders of the Jews to him, pleading with him, to come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly, saying that the one for whom he should do this was deserving. Look at the picture here. Here is a Roman centurion. He's over a company of Roman soldiers. He's an occupying He's the leader of an occupying force in Palestine. But he had a heart for the people of Palestine. And uh, he did things to help uh, the Jews there uh, while he was uh, there serving the Roman government. And the elders and the Jews went to Jesus to vouch for him. And uh, they said that he was deserving for he loves our nation and has built us a synagogue. God will use people who are not a part of the kingdom. God will use them uh, uh, to be a blessing to help build the kingdom. So when they vouched for him, verse uh, 6 said, Then Jesus went with them. And when he was already not far from the house. Now, to us, you know, it might not seem like a big thing. But back in that day, in that time, for a Jew to go into the home of a Gentile, uh, that, that wasn't... That wasn't the norm. That's that's not what was normally done. And in fact, uh, under Jewish law, if a a Jew went to the home of a Gentile uh, for any reason, uh, ceremonially, he would be considered to be unclean for a period of time. And so it was just something that you, you, you don't do. 
But, amen, notice that Jesus was not constrained yeah. by uh, the, the mores and the whims of, uh, uh, of ceremonial Jewish society. There was a need, and he was going to fulfill the need. Yeah. And you know what? That ought to be encouraging to us as believers. Yeah. Amen. Because sometimes the enemy makes us think that when we're going through and when we have a need, that Jesus don't care. Amen. Amen. I'm here to tell you, and the scripture bears out, Jesus cares Amen. about what we care for. Amen. Yes, yes. Amen. Then Jesus went with him. And when he was already not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. I'm not worthy. I, I, I know it's a matter of life and death, and, 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 and I'm concerned about my servant and, and that. Uh, but uh, I'm also concerned about you. You know, it's interesting to me, sometimes people will be so caught up in what they want and what their needs are yeah. to where uh, they don't ever consider the one who's ministering. Mm -hmm. yeah. They don't ever consider the one who's praying. Mm -hmm. They don't ever consider the one uh, uh, it's all about me, 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 and what we need, and what my family need, and, and so forth. And, and it's all about them. But notice, the, the, the centurion begins to think, and, 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 and he's thinking and praying and waiting, and he begins to consider and say, and, 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 and it shows his humility. Yes, yes. Shows his humility. Yes. Lord, don't trouble yourself. I'm not worthy that you should enter in my house. Therefore, I did not even think myself worthy to come to you. Yes. He sent somebody else to speak in his behalf. Yes. You can tell this is a man that's not caught up in himself. Yeah. Man, what a remarkable, uh, what a remarkable person to be a leader. And not be uh, caught up in himself and, uh, uh, and, and, and in his ego. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm, you know, I thought I did not even think myself worthy to come to you. But then in his humility and in his understanding of how kingdom operates. You see, he was a part of the kingdom of Rome. He was an officer in the Roman army and he knew about military authority. And so what he says here, but say the word and my servant will be healed. Amen. For I also am a man under authority, placed under authority, New King James, but I'm, I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes. To another, come, and he comes. To my servant, do this, and he does it. He 
See, I understand something about authority. Amen. Military authority. I, I understand something about kingdom. I know how the Roman uh, uh, kingdom operates. And, 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 and I recognize that you are a leader in a kingdom that's greater than Rome. So you don't have to come to my house. All you've got to do is say the word. Yeah. Hallelujah. A man under authority understood how authority operated. And notice in verse 9, Jesus' reaction to his words. It said, when Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him and turned around and said to the crowd that followed him, I say to you, I have not found such great faith. Not even in Israel. Amen. Hallelujah. See, when we begin to tap into it, and in order to tap into kingdom authority, amen, we need to understand God is not going to bestow that authority upon a rebel. And so what we've got to do is we've got to make sure that we curb and 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 and, and uh, circumvent our rebellious ways, and not just be committed, but we've got to be surrendered. Oh, yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. And those who were sent returning to the house found that the servant, or found the servant well, who had been sick. In other words. When Jesus said, uh, when, the, when the centurion said, you don't have to speak, just, just uh, uh, you don't have to come, but just speak the word. That's what Jesus did. Jesus spoke a word and his servant was healed. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. So, so, let's, let's wrap it up then. So, when it comes to authority. You cannot be over those things that God wants you to be over until you learn to be under those things that God has set over to you. I want you to think about that. When it comes to kingdom authority, you cannot be over those things that God wants you to be over. You know, for some of us, We've been at the mercy of a lack of finances. For some of us, we've been at the mercy of a lack of health. For some of us, we've been at the mercy of, uh, uh, and, 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 and some of the things that are over us, we know deep down in our heart we need to be over it. Amen. Amen. You ever work a job where the supervision over you, they don't even know what you know. You know, they, some of them might be Johnny come later. They ain't even been there. They don't even know how things operate, how things work. But here they come trying to tell you how to do something. And, and, and you know that, you know, maybe the only reason they got that promotion is because of who they knew. Not what they know. And, 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 and here they are trying to tell you what to do. And, 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 and you can straighten them out. Something wrong with that picture. Anybody, anybody know what I'm talking about? Or am I talking to myself? Stuff over you that you should be over. And you know it. And, and, and you 
he's saying something is wrong here. When it comes to kingdom authority, you cannot be over those things that God wants you to be over until you learn to be under those things that God has set over you. <clears throat> Saying it in a slightly different way. You see, there are things that God has placed over us. There is order in the kingdom of God. Amen. There's a hierarchy. There's an order. And uh, Jesus modeled it for us uh, when uh, 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 he was obedient to God uh, and the things that God set for him. And by uh, being under the authority of God, amen, while he was on the earth, amen, he obtained a name that was above every name. Hallelujah. Yes. Am I making any sense to anybody? Amen. Hallelujah. Do you know what authority means? You know what authority means? So when we talk about kingdom authority and the principles of kingdom authority, a lot of us, uh, you know, we kind of get in mind, you know, uh, power. Power. You know, uh, like... Uh, some of the movies that we go to see where we see uh, uh, the superheroes and uh, they have certain powers and, and, and abilities and, and what have you. Well, as a Christian, uh, uh, we've got gifts, talents, and abilities. But when we talk about kingdom authority, I'm not talking about power necessarily uh, where uh, uh, you've got abilities that are beyond the ordinary. No, I'm talking about the authority of God. And what does authority mean? Amen. Authority means having the legal right to act. Having the legal right. Using uh, law enforcement. The, the, the law enforcement officer has a badge, a uniform, uh, a gun, uh, 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 and other material. But when they're out uh, uh, operating lawfully, they gotta, they, they got to be operating lawfully uh, because uh, if they operate illegally and do stuff and get caught, uh, uh, they're going to have to suffer the consequences of the law, or they should suffer the consequences of the law because they're not a law keeper, they're a law breaker now. But there'll be times when things will, will go wrong or something like that, and when the uh, uh, legal authorities come, uh, accident, traffic, something going on, they, they'll step out in the roadway, and they'll put that hand up, and when they put that hand up, and you drive your automobile, uh, that hand, and sometimes you got to try to figure out, okay, what is it? You know, when they say stop, you got to stop. Even though you're in a hurry, you got places to go, things to do. Amen. Now, it's not that your vehicle is bigger, is more powerful than he is, but there is an authority that he's operating in, and there is a government that's backing him up. And if you come against him, you're going you're gonna to run afoul of what's backing him up. Hallelujah. And it's the same thing with spiritual authority. Sometimes we don't feel, you know, like we're powerful or mighty. We don't feel uh, 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 like we're special. 
or, or whatever, but as a child of God operating in kingdom authority, amen, men and women under authority, you'll speak and God will back you up. You'll take a stand and, amen, heaven will be behind you. You all remember what the scripture that we read uh, earlier, I said, when heaven knows your name. Some of y'all weren't here for the beginning scripture. But when heaven, amen, the, 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 the 72 disciples went out and uh, Jesus gave them authority over unclean spirits and demons. And when they came back to give their report, they gave the report. They said, even the demons yes. obey us. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Even the demons obey us. Some of us can't get our dog to obey us. <laughs> Some of us can't get our kids to obey us. Amen. Even the demons obey us. Jesus said, I saw Satan falling from heaven like lightning. Yes. But then he said this to him. He said, but don't rejoice. Uh, and, and he said, he said, I've given you the power to walk uh, uh, in the midst of, of, of serpents and scorpions. I've given you. And, and they won't by any means hurt you. But he said, don't, don't, don't rejoice in that. He said, rejoice in knowing that your name is written in heaven. Yes. And so that's why earlier, amen, I was encouraging the people of God. I said, when heaven knows your name, amen, demons have to obey. Now the question is, does heaven know your name? Does heaven know your name? And when heaven knows your name, the enemy knows your name too. Yes. Amen. I talked about, I'm repeating for some, but I talked about the fact how the sons of Shiva in the book of Acts, amen, they had saw Paul casting yes. out demons yes. in the name of Jesus yes. and doing works of deliverance, and they decided we'll do it too. Mm -hmm. And so they went to a demon-possessed man, and they said, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, mm -hmm. we adjure you to come out. And the demon in the man spoke back and said, Paul, or Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? When heaven knows your name, amen, you can walk and operate in an authority. And, 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 and authority, it don't mean like, you know, you, 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 you're going to turn into the incredible hope or anything. But, amen, it means you can declare God's word yes. concerning a thing. Yes, Lord. And you have the legal right yes. to act. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You all get anything out of this? Amen. So I tell you, one of the things that uh, it's made me do is in my prayer, I began to examine myself and say, Lord, search me. Yes. Is there any uh, uh, root or uh, uh, Lord, deliver me from me? The rebel in me. Yes. I need to be delivered. Amen. Because that stuff I got to do and that things I got to deal with. Yes. Amen. And, and people who uh, uh, need help that I need to be able to operate in your authority. Amen. Got to search ourselves. Yes, Lord. So this is the essence of kingdom authority. Fathers can have no authority in the home. I'm talking about spiritual authority. 
oh yeah, we can, you know, we, we, we can talk about how big we are. We can talk about how we're going to whoop somebody. You can whoop somebody until they grow up and you can't whoop. And, and, and uh, you know, and uh, so I'm not talking about, uh, I'm talking about spiritual authority here, the essence of kingdom authority. Fathers can have no authority in the home until they have surrendered to the headship of Jesus. Until the father in the home becomes a man under authority, he's going to have problems leaving his home. Mothers cannot pray with authority for their children. Or they can pray. Thank God for mother's prayer. But I'm talking about praying with authority. Yes. I'm talking about fervent effectual prayers yes, that avail of much. Yes. There's a lot of prayer that's going on today in churches all over this country. A lot of words of prayer yes. that have gone on uh, in this country today. And a lot of those words were prayers that were being prayed by rebels. And if you think God's going to release kingdom authority, you're fooling yourself. Mothers cannot pray with authority for their children when they have no submissive spirit to their own husbands. Yes. No, it's not popular. Mm -hmm. But when I look at the word of God, God has a book that there's an order. And, and, and I believe the order is talked about uh, uh, in the scripture. I didn't, I, didn't, I, I didn't reference it, but it talks about uh, God is the head of Christ. Mm -hmm. Christ is the head of the man. The man is the head of his wife. Mm -hmm. It's talking about an alignment. It's yes. talking about spiritual alignment. Yes. And when the alignment is right, the power, the authority of God is going to be released. And, 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 and the prayers of a, of, of a home that's in alignment with nobody trying to act like a rebel. But everybody, not committed, but surrendered. Yes, Lord. Not committed, but surrendered. What, what, what I find is when you're surrendered, um, the way that you used to act and respond, when you become surrendered, you, 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 uh, there'll be times to say, you know what, there was a time... If that would have happened, I would have did this, or I would have said that, or but I can't. I can't do what I used to do. I can't say what I used to say. Why? Because I'm not just committed. I'm surrendered. And when you're surrendered, you do what the Lord tells you to do. Hallelujah. And this is not just a word that I'm putting out to you. This is a word to me as well. Pastors cannot lead, teach, or preach with anointing and supernatural power without being fully broken and surrendered to the Lordship of Christ 
the authority of the word and the commands of the spirit. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. There's some things I begin to wonder, God, why did you why did you let me go through that? Why did you let me experience that? Uh, I have a picture of uh, Jacob wrestling with God before he's getting ready to meet his brother Esau that he's done wrong to many years prior. Yeah. And he's wrestling with God and he's saying, I won't let you go till you bless me. And God wrestles with him and then when he said, all right, it's about the break of the day, I got to go. And Jacob said, I won't let you go till you bless me. Amen. And, 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 and in that instance, wrestling with God, God touches his, 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 his uh, thigh. And he touches him, in a, and, and where he touches is disjointed, out of, uh, out of joint, out of socket. Yeah. And in pain, he holds on. Is there anybody listening to me that in pain you've been holding on? Oh, yes. Then he said, what's your name? My name is Jacob. Well, you see, Jacob represents the rebel. That, that, that represents you trying to get by on your smarts. Jacob represents the realm. What about I change your name? Can I change your name? That's what God is saying to some of us. Can I change your name? You want to operate in my authority? You want to operate? Can I change your name? Amen. Changing your name means a change in your nature. Can I change your name? From now on, you're not going to be Jacob. But Israel, prince with God. And the thing that I found is that when heaven knows your name, things will line up and will respond to you. And the things that the enemy meant to hurt you won't be able to hurt you. Amen. When the enemy tries to curse you, won't be able to curse you. They'll come out, amen, with the intent to curse and have to bless you. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes, Talking about principles of kingdom authority. Next time when we get together, we're going to talk about the source of kingdom authority. Amen. But the homework assignment is let us uh, those of you that can identify with what I've been talking about, those of you that have been hurting and holding on, let's allow God to change our name. Let's, let's pray a prayer and say, Lord, would you stand on your feet? Let's stand, stand on your feet. We'll do it right now. Amen. We'll do it corporately. But it's something that you've got to mean individually. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You see, in, in, in order for us to see turnaround in our communities and our families, amen, uh, 
Jesus talked about some of these coming not out, but by fasting and prayer. Amen. He's talking about uh, means to tap into kingdom authority. Uh, but, but, but in order to do that, uh, we've got to get in the right place. We've got to become men and women under authority. Not rebels anymore. So that's what I'd like for us to do. Uh, just uh, close your eyes and, 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 and look away to God. If you, if you feel like raising your hand, raise your hand. If you feel like bowing your hand, whatever way the Lord deals with you, amen, uh, in prayer. Let's go in prayer right now. Hallelujah. Did I say If you have a spiritual language and you know how to pray in tongues, just begin to, amen, uh, pray in tongues for a moment. Some of us have been having situations that's been running us and over us, and we should have been over it and running it. And it's time out. It's time for a change. Glory to God. Father, I believe you choose your listeners very carefully. And I thank you that your word has gone forth to accomplish what you said for me to do. And Lord, I've been talking about the principles of kingdom of power. And, 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 and God, it's not a dream. It's not a, it's not a, it, it, it's not a wish. Amen. But, but we want an understanding. And, and, and one of the secrets that uh, we realize is that uh, you will not Give your authority to those that are in rebellion. Your words say obedience is better than sacrifice. Yes, and so God, in many areas of our lives, we've been like the typical American church. And we've been caught up uh, 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 with commitment on our terms. And it's not been getting the job done. Lord, we don't want to be a people that have a form and a fashion, but no power. No power. So, Heavenly Father, Holy Spirit, search us and know us as only you can. Search us, Holy Spirit. Any attitude, way that's not like you, Lord, the rebel in me, Lord, the rebel in me, and maybe it's it's a blind spot for me, and I don't even see it. But Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would minister to me and deliver me from me so that I can be who you called me to be. I can be the child of God you called me to be and walk in the authority that belongs to me. God, I thank you for hearing our prayer. I thank you for uh, uh, being here.
thank your God for uh, 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 the proper alignment of my home. The proper alignment of my home under authority. Lord, I, I, the proper alignment of my home under your authority. And God, I thank you for what you're going to do with these that uh, whose hearts are good ground to that word that has been spoken today. We're not leaving here the same way that we can. And we thank you, Lord, that our words, the enemy's been attacking our words. The enemy's been fighting our words. But, Lord, when we speak your word and operate in your authority, our words won't fall to the ground. But they'll go forth like your word goes forth. And will accomplish what you set for it to do. And, and, and Lord, you will get the victory. You will get the glory. Both now and forever. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for hearing our prayer. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, I pray those that maybe not might not be under uh, in my presence now, but as this word goes forth, I thank you that the anointing is in the word, and the word is going to work. That's what you said for it to do. Hallelujah. Glory be to In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rule, rest, and abide both now and forever. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. Amen. Let's operate in that thought.